Before we catch up with the OG David Walker, I wanted to tell you guys about CBDMD and whether you're a pro athlete, exhausted parent, or you spend all day in an office chair, CBDMD wants to give you the support you need to make it through the day. CBD Freeze and Recover, an outstanding duo of topical products with specialized formulas that provide targeted relief where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try Freeze, Recover, and every other CBDMD product, you can take 25% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. So once again, if you really like CBMD, CBDMD or you want to try it out, that's CBDMD.com promo code NBA for 25% off for superior CBD products from CBDMD. Let's get to the show, y'all. You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. It's Locked On Hornets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. And you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your pods. And you can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets, at Walker Mail, at Not of the Scribe, and the OG Walker from the Locked On Hornets podcast at David. Then the D is capitalized B Walker. So David joins us once again. It's been a while, man. How you been? You nailed that that, that Twitter handle read i'm good man it's good to be back with you. oh it is good and by the way it's funny because i know your twindle uh, twitter handle by heart and i always thought i did but i've always kind of gone david db walker but i forgot that the last d is capitalized so we finally fixed it but i'm excited to have you on because you came prepared like you came with content for us to talk about you pitched this idea to us i guess last week that hey before all-star break there's going to be some new releases i want to talk about i want to get back and talk about the shoe game and we need to talk about that one because i'm ignorant to the fact and two nada needs a buddy to talk about that kind of stuff with and we can also just uh, blush over Lamelo and talk how he is the savior and we're going to get into that so uh excited to have david walker again the og walker of the lockdown hornets podcast he's back on with us once again let's lead off with Lamelo, david i mean the guy's been incredible national nba pundits have been talking about him at a level that nobody's ever talked about a Charlotte Hornet rookie before. And man, you know, really even a Charlotte Hornet. I mean, when, when Larry Johnson was here, you know, that was the guy and Alonzo morning. We can remember those nineties teams. Kimball Walker went for 60. And I remember there was a conversation about how good he was on around the horn for like a week. And that was about it. Um, Lamello is, is here with John Hollinger saying things in his article from the athletic, like congratulations, Charlotte, you finally found gold after, you know, 17 years in, of drafting uh, in the lottery different times. How excited are you as a Hornets fan from the very beginning, having stuck with them for so many years to finally see a guy that resonates at this magnitude with not only just Charlotte fans, but the, the national NBA fans. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I think when we got the Hollinger seal of approval, I was like, well, that's it. I mean, that's the last, you know, (laughs) page to turn, turn. (laughs) but I mean, it's yeah. Right. It's, It's crazy guys, because as you know, uh, people that do not normally watch the Hornets or pay attention to the Hornets in Charlotte, you know, over the last decade are now tuning in or trying to tune in, right? I mean, if they can see them on TV where they are, but it's the Lamella factor. I mean, just look in the last week, the New York Times, uh, Rachel Nichols is doing special segments on her show about Lamella and the Ball family. 
And you're right. We we had a little taste of it, right, with the Kimba Walker experience. But, you know, it took Kimba not so long, but it, it wasn't an instant impact. You know, Kimba yeah. came here in his rookie year, oh, wasn't yeah. great. Um, he, he started he, – he, and he had the built-in uh, UConn uh, story as well. But, you know, for LaMelo to hit the ground running and to be the guy, I mean, I, I was trying to think back. It has been since Larry Johnson – when you had a guy that the entire league was talking about in Charlotte. I mean, Cam Newton was obviously the most recent uh, example of that with the Panthers, but to have a guy in the purple and teal doing that for Hornets fans, especially for folks who have been paying attention this whole way, is just, it's almost unbelievable. And it's just, it's just a fun ride. And you couple that with, you couple that with the exciting brand of basketball they're playing. I mean, my dad's texting me. My brother's texting me. They watch basketball, but they never paid attention to the Hornets before this. And so you've got people tuning in from uh, all across Charlotte trying to get a piece of this. And it just it's too bad they can't get into the building. But for people who have been watching the Hornets this whole time, to have LaMelo doing what he's doing and succeeding, right, and doing things well, and they're winning, and it's fun, it's uh, it's something that we've been wanting for so long, and they finally hit on it. It's just exciting to, to watch. Yeah, it, it they did finally hit on it. It's crazy entertaining, and he's and he's winning, right? Like I did that. I've been doing this extra point thing for the the radio station, where it's just like this three minute hit, and I was getting tired even at the beginning of this season where. And we would have guests on from you know different publications, different outlets, and right from the get-go, people were discussing Lamelo as being an entertaining player, but he's not necessarily a winning player right now. They had this notion that he was going to come in and turn the ball over a ton, and yeah, like he he had his turnovers, and there were certainly problems with his game. Like I, I was worried about Lamelo. I, I I liked the pick when it happened. You know, it wasn't. You know, I, I talked about trading back, which is extremely stupid now, but I talked about trading back and wanting to get some assets in return too. But when they made the pick with Lamelo, I knew it was going to be awesome. Like I tweeted out, get your popcorn ready. And it's not just been the entertaining factor about all of this. You know, that's, that's what Hollinger's article is about, right? It's about, no, the advanced stats here, which it, going into nerd corner and researching all of the different effects that he has on a basketball game to help their team win, it's there with LaMelo, and it's there immediately. Like, we're talking about somebody that's playing within his first 20 games and having that kind of impact. I've got my brother texting me, too, who loves basketball but has never cared about the Hornets just because there's never been a player to resonate like that with with the general fan. And now he's like, oh, my God. This guy is awesome. You know, Jay Williams is talking about how everyone needs to watch him. There, there are so many different players, so many different analysts out there to to make sure, okay, Charlotte is a team worth paying attention to. Not have you had people like that too? Like just have you had people texting you and saying, hey, this is this is something different with this franchise that really nobody's seen in <laughs> with the with at least Larry. Like Larry Johnson's got to be the last one you got to go back to. Like uh, again, it's just very interesting. Y'all know I work for an NPR news station and LaMelo is again figuring a way to link LaMelo is one of the bigger topics that they do they try to do but at the same time like outside of my work life it's business as usual the people that I'm around that already cared about Hornets thing Hornets basketball it's not it's the only thing that's different is that occasionally like I get to do additional radio hits that's the that's really the only thing like nationally People care, but the people around me in my immediate ecosystem, what that they haven't, it hasn't changed all that much. The only issue I had with um, 
with Hollinger was the um, preview tweet, which said that two decades of relative nothingness or random blah, something like that. And I'm just like, way to erase Kemba Walker's entire career in Charlotte. It's not like he owns most of the uh, records in Charlotte. Oh, wait about that. Yeah. And. You know, like, I guess we're kind of talking about that in the same sense, too. No, he's not wrong. We've just caught a lot of stray bullets here as Hornets fans. It's it, it happens. I mean, even being in the locked on NBA chat, I mean, there'll be a couple of times where there's the topic of irrelevance that'll come up and somebody will throw the Hornets in there. And it's like, all right, guys, you know, that's just that's just how it was for so long. And David, you brought something up, too. You brought up fans not being allowed in the building at man, like the number one time that I think fans would most want to be in the building and certainly like the last decade or so, except for maybe the 2016 playoff series against the heat. It's going to be so much fun to go back into the spectrum center when we're all loud and we're all able to do it safe and for everyone to watch LaMelo he's going to have an impact on the amount of fans that show up and the amount of fun that fans have. When yeah. There. And you know, maybe in a way it's kind of a good thing because by the time fans do get back in there, this thing will be, you know, more, more together, right? More, more, more blossomed, I guess, because mm-hmm. like if they would have gone at the beginning of the season, there were still, you know, people are still taking shots uh, a couple of months ago about the Gordon Hayward contract, you know, uh, Hollinger <laughs> was first in line for that too. <laughs> you know, yeah. so so the Hornets have made themselves easy targets, but just by the time they get back in the building, this Lamelo thing is going to be a full force. Uh, you know, the team may who knows what trades may or may not happen, but hopefully they'll get back in the building sooner rather than later. But we'll see. But by the time they do, you feel like this thing will have you know taken on a second stage of development. So maybe it'll just be full bore. And, and, and the excitement will be just uh, overwhelming by that point. But, yes, it's a shame they couldn't get in there right now. I think going back to LaMelo for a second, like, think about his, tra- his, his, his growth, right? I mean, we, when there were so many question marks about him going into the draft, his shot, all this stuff, playing in the Australian League, his maturity, I think for me, has been one of the more impressive things. And you think about it, he left high school to go play basketball in Lithuania. Like you don't, you don't do that unless one, you've got, you know, your dad driving that, but you, unless you love basketball, right? Like that kid just loves basketball. So many people that are tuning into him now are saying like his personality is, is fun. But to me, like his personality comes through on the court. Like he's still a young kid. He's still getting used to dealing with the media and his postgame interviews are, are fun, <laughs> but I think they're going to get even better. But his play is doing all of the talking at least, you know, to me. And I think that's what has to be most exciting for Hornets fans because it could be, you know, uh, it, it could look like uh, a lot of a lot of fizzle or, or a lot of flash with, with little substance. But when you watch the game, I mean, within two seconds, within two plays, you see the effect he has on the game. You see how comfortable he is. You see how he sees the floor. And that's just stuff that, you know, uh, is, is developed. It's very hard to teach if you can teach it at all. And he's just got that and he's only going to get better. Yeah. And it, it, I mean, 
it's so much fun to watch him play. And Malik Monk is out here saying LaMelo is one of the sole reasons why we're having so much fun playing basketball together. And you can, you can ask miles bridges for sure. There's probably not a player on the roster. That's been more affected by LaMelo's presence than him. Certainly just as far as how much he's been able to grow because of LaMelo's place on the roster. Um, and, and you bring up, you know, LaMelo and kind of the media savvy that like he doesn't have it. I mean, it's, it's, it's like the interviews with LaMelo in these post game hits and even the radio hits leading up LaMelo's fluid in what he says, you know, he, it's not like he's breaking up or whatever, or cause rookie interviews are the worst, right? Like Nada, you and I have talked about this a lot. They're God off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, interviewing Vernon Butler for Carolina star Latulale was also one guy that just, you know, was not very good either when he was a rookie here in Carolina and that would actually never change. Some guys are just kind of like that and it's whatever, you know, we can go to the Michael kid Gilchrist's, you know, he had the stuttering problem and he was very open about that. And so, yeah, there are different things with different people, but even just Devante Devante's awesome with the media now that was one of the worst rookie interviews I've ever had in my life. When he was drafted by the Hornets, we got to interview him at the station and it was so bad. Same thing for Dwayne Bacon. And then you see these guys in their interviews once they're getting ready for the season and their exit interviews and it's night and day. I mean, it just, it just comes with the territory of being in the NBA and starting to learn the process. Okay. This is what we're supposed to do. You could start to be a little more comfortable, maybe even be yourself a little bit more. And I can't wait to see that from LaMelo and he, He's he's already a star with what he's doing on the court, but uh, you know, Kimba Kimba never explored that too much off of the court and I'm ready to see that with LaMelo. Now, do you think that'll be good for the Hornets? If LaMelo explores that, well, what do you think about just kind of the personality, the off the court type of thing and what that can bring to Charlotte? I think that's a double edged sword that I don't think people are prepared to think about. Like if he does explore all that stuff it's one thing to do that. It's one thing to say to do that. It's a whole other thing if he actually, you know, does it and then something slips in the second year. And then we're having the same conversation about LaMelo Ball that we're having about PJ or somebody else currently right now where it's like he's focused too far off the court. I I don't like it'd be cool. I also think that yeah, we're not I mean, prepared for the backlash that. on that. So I, I don't want to be the wet blanket on that. I would just tell you that this is one of those things like you got to think about before we start really getting into, oh, should we do this? Yeah. And at least the, I mean, the character is, is fantastic and his teammates love him. So I, I hope when you think of off the court stuff, I think a lot of people equate that to drama. And I, I don't know if people just immediately go to the fun. Like there's another side of that too. And hopefully we could get that from him. Let's take a quick break. Uh, I want to come back and talk about Lamello shoes, which of course we're going to go into a deeper shoe conversation. Absolutely. Because, because David Walker is here with us. Uh, first, I do want to talk about BetOnline.ag. It's the only source that we trust when you want to go bet online again, BetOnline.ag. Uh, NBA season is in full effect right now. You still have college basketball going on. Even if you don't have the NBA or even if you don't have the NFL um, you can still have plenty of sports and you can even bet on award shows and different things like that for you extra degenerates out there betonline.ag that's the place to go if you want to bet online for any sporting events or any show like that again betonline.ag Lamello shoes does David approve we talk about that next on the locked on Hornets podcast this is locked on Hornets I love leftovers by the way huge leftover guy 
Oh man, dinner, dinner for lunch. I love that. Leftover dinner, swing it into a lunch, maybe even to a breakfast if you're feeling goosey. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily pod, breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. You can start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your pods. So, David, LaMelo Ball, the shoe game. I know that's the thing that you got to pay attention to as well as watching just the overall basketball on the court. How do you approve of the kicks that LaMelo puts out there every night? Well, I'll tell you, I approve of his $100 million reported contract with Puma. Yeah. Uh, that's something that I think we can all approve of. <laughs> that's true. Uh, and so, you know, like he's been wearing uh, the Puma. He's been wearing the Puma Clyde All Pro, which uh, if you have a keen eye, you can see that Terry Rogier is also wearing. Uh, but he's wearing it in a different colorway. I just, my question right now for Puma is what are you going to do? Because this kid is a star. Uh, I would say he's the face of their basketball brand, but they seem to think that J. Cole is the face of their basketball brand. Um, and, and, you know, it's weird because you go to the website and there's LaMelo. He's wearing the J. Cole um, RS Dreamer shoe on the website. He's not wearing it in the games. Um, so I, I don't know which, you know, I, I think they got to jump on this now, uh, get some commercials out. You know, this would have been around All-Star break scheduled up uh, you know coming up this weekend originally and we just haven't seen much from puma I'm, I'm afraid they've they've already dropped the ball a little bit on on getting lamello out in front of people but uh you guys have you guys noticed the like the 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 neon highlighter pack shoes he's been wearing lately yes <laughs> yeah yeah so so those were done with uh i don't know if you guys are familiar this guy named mosh who is like a sneaker customizer he does a lot of the customization on um, NFL cleats. So a lot of these guys on Sundays, you see he's done a lot of the artwork on those or made the shoes to look up, look up like other shoes. So he did a whole pack for LaMelo and Puma. Uh, all of these like neon yellow, purple, orange, which I think actually look pretty cool. Um, they're pretty basic, but that's what LaMelo has been wearing lately. I'm, I'm kind of a fan of them. Of course, there again, you can't get any of these. <laughs> like no one can buy these shoes. So. And if you look at it during the game, no one knows that that's a Puma shoe, right? So to me, it's like, it's a little bit head scratching. Obviously, he's just getting going, but 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 I want to see something from Puma. Like, I don't know if it's a signature shoe. I don't know what, but like, he's clearly the most exciting thing they have on the basketball court and uh, in, in, their, in their stable of, of players. Well, yeah, and... I mean, I was just trying to think, you know, Puma jumped on all of the young stars, right? Like they, they took the, the stock approach where we just think we're hoping that some of these guys just completely blow up. And it's not like it was, uh, you know, this wild bet. I mean, they're betting on DeAndre Ayton, number one overall pick. You know, they're betting on LaMelo Ball, who was coming in that was going to certainly be a top three pick. And so it's not like the, the wildest bet in the world. But still, you were taking unknown commodities at that point. And it does seem like LaMelo's it, right, David? Like, I'm looking at some athlete, uh, athletes right now. In October, openendorse.com listed all of the top Puma athletes that there were. And the only basketball player above LaMelo, this is in October of just this past year, Kyle Kuzma was the only one that was above LaMelo. 
clearly, <laughs> clearly LaMelo has passed Kyle. And then you get to the other athletes outside of basketball. Neymar is number one on their list, which of course Neymar is going to be up there. Usain Bolt too. Um, but LaMelo has got to be the guy I'm with you, man. Like I, I'm ready to see, you know, Puma take charge of this. And um, I mean, is there any risk of, of losing these guys, David? Like what, what is, what is the shoe business like when you're talking about athletes and the deals that they'll sign and, uh, and, and, you know, the potential that he could leave if, if Puma's dropping the ball consistently. Yeah. So that's my next question. And, and not, I'm curious what you think about this, because to me, it's like all these guys seem to want to be with either Nike or Jordan brand. And basically the upside of that is besides the money is like the free sneakers, right? Like they get to wear whatever they want uh, going into the game. And I'm just nervous for Puma. Obviously, MJ is here. It seems like at, uh, once somebody gets on the roster here, you know, it's not long before you're wearing the Jordan shoes. So I'm just curious, you know, how long Puma can hold on to them. I mean, contracts are made to be broken, you know, and hundred million dollars is nothing to shake a stick at. But like you, you have to, you have to be nervous. I think, right? Exactly, right? <laughs> and so, and so, it, it. But if I'm mellow, it's like, it's like the question is, do you want to be able to wear Jordans or do you want your own signature shoe? Now, before the season, I was like, there's no way he'd get his own signature shoe from Jordan. Uh, Luca is next in line for that, so he's not going to be the face. But I mean. With his trajectory, is it crazy to imagine that he could be one of the most popular players under the Jordan line? I mean, I don't think so. No, it's not crazy at all. In fact, I'm kind of expecting it because, unfortunately, we've seen this now. The only time we've ever seen it in reverse is with the Currys. And uh, probably Steph wishes he stayed with Nike after what Under Armour has put out. So I would probably ask you, I would probably say at this point, it's only a matter of time before he gets his own signature Jordan brand shoe. I just don't think it's going to happen next year. I do think Jordan's going to buy him out of buy Puma, buy him out of Puma. I do think that's coming. I just wonder. It's a matter of when, not if, because I, I just don't see it. I, I I literally don't see it with him and Puma. Well, and, well, and, and, and I'm with you, Nada. Nada. Like, if, like you're if you're Michael Jordan, Jordan and, you and you own the team, that that this, this star, star, not only, not only just, just a good, a good basketball, basketball player, player, a really, a really good, good one. one but, but one of, one of the, the most entertaining guys, guys in the league, in the league already. already. And he plays, and he plays for, your for your team. And he's, and he's going, going out, out there on the court, on the court every single, single night, night in a shoe, in a shoe brand, brand that's other than, other than the, the one that, that you own. own? I mean, I mean Michael's, Michael's got to be doing everything, everything he, can he can to get these guys, guys a pair of Jordans, Jordans right? right? You can't be MJ and have this guy being wearing another brand of shoes than the one that you have made so popular. I just can't see that either. That's why I'm with you, Nada. Like, I would expect it at some point, too. Yeah, no. It, yeah, it just makes too much sense, right, guys? I mean, look, they can be happy about Cody wearing Air Jordans all they want, <laughs> but exactly. like, they've got to be staring this in the face that, like, look, we've got a a a, a potential superstar in our hands. He's not going to be wearing Pumas out there under the you know the Jordan flagship. It's just it makes too much sense for him to switch allegiances. Um, um, do we like do we like what? Yeah, I know yeah, you talked talk about, about how they, they, they kind, of kind of dropped the ball, the ball with Lamelo here, here but, but do you like, like Puma's, Puma's brand, brand overall, overall David, David? Like, not, like about not about you too. too. Like, like, have you liked the kind of shoes, shoes they put out? Because, because I kind of like the wild colors that they put out here and there. Where do you think their shoes stack up to the other companies? Honestly, I would put them below Lee Ning. Like Lee Ning, despite oh, I would put them, yes, yes, I'm saying that. Like, give me some of those Clay Thompsons before you give me any of the Zion's or the the Puma. Like okay. Pumas don't work for me for some reason. Like they don't appeal to me. So give me the Lee Nings. I would go Jordan Brand, 
some of the Adidas, the Donovan Mitchell ones are, yeah. the, are the dope ones without, yeah. on, on those. Like the Donovans, uh, some of the Dame Time shoes have been awesome. Like, so yeah. it's like literally, it's a clear delineation. Jor- Nike and Jordan brand up top, Adidas after that, Wild Gap, Lee Ning, then Puma. That's where I would go. And Under Armour's further below them at this point, too. Oof. Yeah, Under Armour's got problems. I mean, they just gave Steph his own line, which is interesting. But, you know, they've given Embiid his own shoe. I don't think anybody's moving for that one. But to answer your question, I kind of like the Pumas. <laughs> I like them apparently a lot more than, than Nada. I mean, they're, I mean they're, too, to be honest with you. they're I pretty like sharp. Them, right? Yeah, I like them okay. But you just don't have any idea they're out there, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think Terry's actually look pretty good. They're different. Um, so I think they're doing some things okay. But they're just, I mean, look, every day that goes by when someone doesn't know what LaMelo is wearing is a, is a day lost for Puma uh, in my eyes. So, so, so I think they, they've got some things they can build on, but you got to get, you got to get going. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, it, it certainly is a day loss. This guy is, it, he's so much fun and uh, they need to start marketing him a lot better and make, taking care oh, yeah. of that. So uh, I mean, can you, guys, can you imagine, sorry, real quick, if Nike, good. When their storytelling and their marketing machine, you know, got their hands on Mellow, yeah. like he would be everywhere. He'd be in, you know, great commercials. I realize it's a pandemic. It's hard to shoot things. Are you telling me you can't splice together a few highlights of these passes and put up a, a uh, 10 second social media post? Like there's, there's not, there's not even a presence on social media hardly. So it's crazy. Oh man. I, I, I am now longing for the 60 second commercial from Nike on LaMelo ball. Uh, yeah. with, I want the inspirational music in the background. I want the story of how he grew up in a basketball world. I want, I, I'm already picturing the kind of commercial that Nike a slow would be motion, to. you know, of alley-oop just entering the screen, slow uh, motion. Like, I mean, come on. He, give me that just do floor. it graphic at the end, man. I'm so ready. Yeah, it's, it. it's only a matter of time. We're, we're again, uh, clock's ticking. I agree. I completely agree. Uh, real quickly, before we end today's show, I want to continue to talk about some of the shoes. We're going to bid on shoes coming up next segment. But I need to talk about Built Bar because if you guys are eating Built Bar, I'm telling you, you're missing out on one of the most delicious snacks out there in the world. And they've just released a new flavor. And Nada, I didn't realize when you were talking about this on Monday, the coconut chocolate brownie flavor that they released. I had never had it. And then I got the box on Tuesday and I've only got like three left. They're insane. They're delicious. It's their best bar, in my opinion. By Maybe, a clear margin. By a clear well, I mean, margin. And the other mixed variety of flavors that you have are also fantastic. I was giving you a flavor of the day that I was eating. But these coconut chocolate bars, uh, I'm pretty sure they put drugs in them. I mean, it's insane. I don't know why I can't stop eating them. That's not an endorsement. That's a hyperbole just so Bilt Bar doesn't get mad at me. But I'm telling you, it has that kind of effect. And they're healthy for you, too. They've got 150 calories, 15 grams of protein, only 7 grams of sugar. There's also a limited time. It's a limited time flavor, by the way. Get it today. They will uh, be gone tomorrow. So this is the last time. Go to BiltBar.com and use that promo code locked on uh, to go get the uh, the Bilt Bar flavor of the uh, really of the week. It's the coconut coconut uh, chocolate brownie. I have a wrapper right here that I just ate because I just ate it before we recorded coconut brownie chunk is what it's called. Go get them at builtbar.com. One more segment to go here on the Lockdown Hornets podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. This is Locked On Hornets. I'm not a big fan of grape jelly. I kind of, I'm a little insulted that you referred to me as grape jelly. I'm not a fan of grape anything. Now, I like grapes, but I don't like grape flavoring. I think it goes back to the Robitussin that I had as a kid. 
and I just don't like grape flavoring. Anyway, great to yeah, be back. Great to be back on the show. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. Tomorrow on Locked On NBA, you can join Anthony Irwin on Locked On Lakers and Adam Mares of Locked On Nuggets for a wrap up of the biggest stories around the league. Anthony and Adam bring you gang recaps, weekend previews, and a weekly NBA power ranking you can't miss. Subscribe to Locked On NBA podcast today, wherever you get your podcast. So I mentioned that David came prepared with some content to discuss. We discussed LaMelo Ball and the Puma brand. We discussed us just how awesome he is at basketball and uh of course we got to continue to talk more about the shoe game and uh david has a thread and a few different sneakers for us to bid on david why don't you explain what we're going to be doing here yeah we lifted this straight from nick DePaula's twitter feed so shout out to nick on this one he is the sneaker guru of all the major media outlets but uh he noted that some special shoes have gone up for auction or to purchase uh, as of late. And I'll just run these down for you real quick, guys, because they're, they're they're actually pretty cool. One is, uh, is a Kobe 2 from Adidas. You may remember this one. It looks like the American flag. He wore it way back in 2002 uh, to honor, I think, some of the victims from the 9-11 tragedy and things that went on around that. He wore them in the All-Star game. But what's really cool about these shoes, he then gave them to a young high school player named LeBron James, okay. who wore them, <laughs> who then who then actually wore them in a game first Carmelo Anthony, even though they were two sizes too small. So that's a pretty rare pair of sneakers uh, gone up for auction there. The second one is an original pair of Air Jordan One Chicago's. Uh, that you know that explains itself. I, I believe yeah. it is. It is actually one is a thirteen, one is a thirteen and a half because MJ's feet are a little wonky. Uh, so these are supposedly, uh, you know, the real deal. His shoes that he had, and they're up for auction. Do we want to say what the <laughs> what the opening bids are on these? Or do you guys just want to run them down? Because that one... Uh, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm watching this on eBay right now. Uh, opening bid is... Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a million dollars, but he does have free shipping. <laughs> So okay, that's uh, not bad then. The free yeah, shipping yeah. that makes everything better. Yeah, uh, and then the last one, guys. This was this was this was up on uh, Sotheby's uh, website. I think they just actually took it down. But this is a Barack Obama PE hyperdunk uh, that they made especially for Obama. Uh, you know, he loved to play hoops. He was always balling out there at the White House. But this has the presidential seal on the tongue. It's got a forty-four embroidered on the side. Uh, the original listing price was $25,000, and and I think that one is pretty cool. So three cool sneakers, three very cool stories around those. Uh, I mean, what was catching your eye? All right. Here's my opinion on all of these. The best story of any of the sneakers has to go to the Kobe, uh, the Kobe twos. Uh, I, that's That's the sickest story surrounding all of them. I also think they're by far the least attractive looking shoe of all the three that we're looking at. It's not even close, but the story with them, that's enough to at least bring it up to the level. I think of the other pairs that we have. I mean, we, we all gasped at you just even saying the Jordan ones, man. Uh, It's, I mean, and and again, as a, a, a person that is ignorant to the game, is there a more iconic shoe than that? Am I right to say that's the most iconic or is there another one that comes to mind? Yeah, not I think so right now. I mean, it's 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 still like the most popular sneaker on the planet. I think the Air Jordan One and that one, the Chicago colorway, 
it, you know, it caused some waves this week in another sense. But, <laughs> yes, it did. but uh, I think I, I think I, I think you have to say just it being what it is. That's probably the most iconic shoe, right? No, it, it absolutely is. Like I just like between that and then everybody and I and again I hate to like divert this conversation, but David, mm-hmm. I know you've seen like the same like AJ one mid slander that I'm seeing right now, and, I'm, <laughs> and it's offensive. Yeah. Like, it's like literally, you hate it. <laughs> like literally 90% of everybody, the only reason 90% of the, the slander exists for AJ ones is because of the fact that it's so easily attainable. And for that, I, I thank everybody because I got li- literally four pairs of AJ ones right now that I wear at any given time and they're so comfortable. Oh yeah. The, the mid slander has to stop, wear what you like, get what you like. And it gives everybody a chance to get their hands on them. But yeah, you know what's also funny about that Kobe guys is basically I think that's that's that shoe uh, was probably the driving force behind Kobe leaving Adidas because it was so ugly. It looks like a toaster almost. So <laughs> it, it, it's almost you know it's infamous and in how ugly it is. But the story behind that, I mean, yeah, LeBron and Kobe wore those. That's crazy. Oh, it, it's nuts. I mean, and even at the different stages and where and when they wore them. It, it takes that kind of story to make those shoes worthy enough of purchasing, but it's there and it's worthy enough. And I'll tell you this, the hyper dunks are awesome. I love the way those look. The seal on the tongue is fantastic. And I'll, I've always loved the hyper dunks too. You know, for me, they're the best basketball playing shoe I've ever worn. I remember we were in high school and the thing that we wanted to do was get team shoes. And so our coach was like, all right, let's go ahead and do it. These are the types of shoes that we can all go get. And uh, <laughs> some of the teammates, the majority won, and it was like, you know, four people that chose this one shoe. And so it wasn't like a, a crazy majority one, but everybody else had differing opinions. So we had to go with the LeBron soldiers mm. and they were so heavy yeah, and they were all yeah. black and I hate all black shoes. They make you look slow. They look clunky and they were so heavy anyway. Like they, they are boots. The soldier moniker was so appropriate and we couldn't stand playing in them. So we went the exact opposite. We got the hyper dunks that are so light. You feel like you can fly like LeBron and Michael Jordan. And so these have a little bit of a special place in my heart because as soon as I got rid of the LeBron soldiers that I hated and got the hyper dunks, it was a whole new world for me. And these things look awesome. So the, the ones that I'm bidding on one is iconic with the, with the, uh, with the Jordan ones. And then these hyper dunks, man, I think these things look fantastic. Look, the hyper dunks. Yeah. That's one of my favorite models. Go ahead. Yeah, no, like the, the hyper dunks are the ones I'm bidding first because again, if you've been in any black household in the last five years, you already know that there's a picture of Martin Malcolm and Jesus, and now they've added Obama. So I can have that base. I would put those in a <laughs> case, glass case, and be like, yo, I'm bidding yeah. on those first, no matter how much. It, but the fact that it's on Sotheby's probably tells me that's going to run for when it when they put it back up, if no one's bought it already. That's going to run you at least 5 to $10 million. Easy. Easy for Oof. that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, surprisingly, the Kobe is the is is the lowest. Uh, last I looked, it was like fifteen grand, um, and so I think the Chicago they're doing one is just unattainable. But it's so you know, it's also like. Uh, we've seen it. I mean, you know, it's out there to not his point. Air Jordan ones are all over the place. I, I think I, I'm with I'm with you, Nada. The Hyper Dunk for me is the coolest one. Um, it's got the most special appeal, and the presidential seal on the tongue is cool and all. But that 
uh, model is is iconic to me. It's a, it was a performance shoe as all these were when they first came out. But to me, man, that one is just super cool. The the hyperdunk P for uh, for Barack Obama. I think that would be my starting point as well. Yeah, I mean that 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 hyperdunk is awesome. I mean, hell, I've got. It's funny because I've got three pairs, and two of them are the exact same. That I got one for. Um, I got one for outdoor basketball, one for indoor. They're the exact same because it's like one. If you find 15s on, you know, on the rack at the Nike outlet, then I'm going to buy up all your 15s, at least the ones that I like. And that, and it's also this brand of shoe, which I also love. You're right about them being such a performance shoe. So if, if you made, yeah, like if I had to choose between the Jordans and, and, the and the hyperdunks, I'm going with the hyperdunks too, especially with the presidential seal. Like that thing is awesome, man. And, and for it to be the Olympic sneaker, I, I think those are the craziest. So I'll go with those as well. Fun episode today because David Walker joined us. Always fun to have him on. We're looking to have him on more frequently as we try to get a couple more guests here on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. Um, and again, bring back some of the guys that have been involved before. David, thanks so much for joining us again, man. This was a lot of fun. Man, great to be with you guys again. Yeah, let's do it again. Absolutely. You can find him on Twitter, by the way, at David. And then the end of David, that D is capitalized B, Walker. Uh, find us on Twitter, too, at Walker Mail, at Not of the Scribe. You can find our show handle at Locked on Hornets. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, remember, there is a game tonight against the Minnesota Timberwolves. We decided to talk shoes instead, but we can recap the Minnesota Timberwolves game on Monday. That'll be just fine. So make sure you join us then. Until then, have a great weekend.